Hi, and welcome back to Ring Rat Radio, the only wrestling podcast where we talk about anything but wrestling. Um, For real. I'm your host, oh, Rosalie. And I'm your host, Jay. Uh, and, you know, sometimes uh, the morally correct option is to illegally stream a pay-per-view. And sometimes that is not exactly uh, possible. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Forbidden Door was this Sunday, um, this past Sunday, and it had absolutely no reason to be that good. Um, no reason. It was so good. That shit was crazy. It was crazy. <laughs> Um, but before we get into that, I'm giving you a little sneak peek. Uh, before we get into that, we're going to get into your favorite part of the show, the personal news section about our favorite topic, ourselves. Yes, sir. <clears throat> so by request, <laughs> I'm going to go first. Uh, <laughs> so what have I been up to? That's a really good question. Um uh, I so PlayStation Ooh. recently like changed their like um subscription thing because I had PS Now, which allows you to play like different games for free. Uh but they kind of merged it with like PlayStation Plus and there's like three different tiers. So since I already had a PlayStation Now subscription, they upgraded me to the highest tier. And I'm still paying $10 a month. Um, so that's really fun. Um, so yeah, with that subscription, I've been playing Spider-Man Miles Morales. It is so good. It is breathtaking. Like, it is phenomenal. Like, oh, it's great. Um, I love the original Spider-Man. It was an amazing game. This one is better. Um, it was, it, it's so good. It is so, so very, very good. Um, the combat is beautiful, and it, it, it reminds me of, like, the Batman games. But I think, it, I think, quite honestly, it's done just a tiny bit better. But, you know, you know, you know, you know, the Batman RPG just had to walk so that Spider-Man could run. And I still hold the Batman games very, very highly in my heart. They are my favorite series of games. Um... So yeah, that's that's what I've been doing. I've been, I've been I've been a gamer girl recently. I love that for you. My computer does not want this podcast to get recorded. <laughs> Tony Khan hacked me. I think I've been doing that a lot. Any minor inconvenience, like today, I dropped my coffee onto the fucking pavement, um, and mm-hmm. I just landed on Tony. This Khan. is Tony Khan's fault. He yeah, literally it's his manifested fault. himself. He manifested himself as my fucking coffee lid. And began to loosen, so that way my coffee fell. You know, I like to live yeah, life that's, on the edge. That's messed up. I like to live life on the edge. I hold <laughs> it's my like coffee. Like that one picture leaves. of um, what the fuck? Who's that dude? Was wasn't it like Jonah Hill? <laughs> where he's like, where his coffee cup is dropping, and it's like a paparazzi photo. <laughs> I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. 
Yeah, is it that's ben like Affleck? the only time, weirdly enough. No, I'm pretty sure it's Jonah Hill. Hold on. Hold on. That was like the only time that I've found uh, Jonah Hill attractive, weirdly. Huh? Oh, yeah, that's that me picture. For real. That's like the only time. <laughs> that was me for real. <laughs> that was literally me. <laughs> that was literally me this morning. Yeah, you found I- it? Yeah, I was literally about to fucking cry, dude. Like, I had had enough. All I wanted was my fucking venti ice chai with white ice and two shots of blonde espresso. <laughs> that is all I fucking wanted. <laughs> and <then> I dropped <laughs> it. <laughs> that shit was $5. That's so fucked up. That was so fucked up. I wanted to cry. <laughs> Anyways. Um, <laughs> everything is messing up for me what the hell it's Lance Archer and Tony Khan um, they both united yeah no um you know I've just been vibing thriving you know um doing a bit more driving um that's been not very fun but it's also been fun um, I've also, I don't know, I've been, like, weirdly nostalgic for, like, <laughs> the 2020 era of AEW, and so it started with me trying to, like, figure out the first time that Hook talked, um, and so I just decided to watch every single, like, Team Taz segment since, like, Hook left Dynamite with Taz back in, like, November of 2020. Um, and <laughs> this led to a conversation between me and Rosalie, and I, I was like, you know, I love Ricky as a champion. I don't think that he needs to lose the FTW championship whatsoever. However, Hook looks really good with a championship, so Team Taz needs to work something out. To which I suggested, they sh- instead of giving him the fuck the world title... They should give him the fuck the world title, the FDW championship. <laughs> and he should just have that instead. I cannot stand the thought of Team Taz ever betraying Ricky. I cannot stand the thought of Ricky ever leaving Team Taz. I cannot. I can't. Mm-hmm. You know, they're my found family. Well, Taz and Hooker actually really. For real. But, <laughs> but they're my found family. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. And, you know, can't leave out my boy Will Hobbs. So I suggested the FSW Championship. And if you're wondering what SFW stands for, it means Fuck SeaWorld Championship. Fuck SeaWorld, <laughs> Fuck SeaWorld though, for real. Fuck SeaWorld. Fuck SeaWorld. Nah, for real. Like, how are you going to have all that parking space and no place for your fucking whales, bro? That's what you're known for. Fuck SeaWorld. <laughs> Foxy World. Foxy World. That place listen, sucks. Listen, listen. Here at Ring Rat Radio, we change our opinions about people and things a lot. One thing we will never change our stance on, Foxy World. <laughs> Foxy World. Foxy World. Yeah, for real. Hashtag free the whales. Yeah, hashtag free the whales. Um, I really want to go to an aquarium, though. I, oh, I, I need to, to spend an hour in a shark tunnel. I used I to go, to like, every year for a vacation. 
Really? I've only been there once. That shit was mad expensive. Yeah, um, like for a couple years. Like it was like a three year run, I think. Wow. I remember when yeah. I went to the aquarium in second grade, we had they had we were like walking by for some reason there was like a tiger exhibit. I don't know why. <laughs> but um <laughs> if if you've ever been to the Houston downtown aquarium, maybe you'll know what I'm talking about. But there is this white tiger. I don't know if they still do it, but there was this white tiger. And you for like if you paid like a certain amount of money, you could sleep in like the the enclosure. You could like have a little sleepover with the tiger. What? I'm, I'm pretty <laughs> sure I'm pretty sure that was a thing. I'm like ninety nine point nine percent sure. I'm not making that up. Uh also also, I think this is where I developed my fear of snakes. I mean, I was already kind of scared of snakes anyway. But I remember we went to the aquarium and for some reason there was an exhibit and it had like a shit ton of snakes and they had this giant ass. I'm like, it was fucking huge, dude. Like it was, oh my God. Like, oh, I can't even think about it. They had this giant ass snake. It was a fucking, I think it was a boa constrictor. Oh my God. Uh-huh. That shit was huge. I wanted to fucking cry. Like, oh my God. Oh my God. Uh-uh. No, 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 no. Um, fun fact about snakes in like my freshman year, I, I believe it. No, 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 no. It wasn't my freshman year. It was like middle school. I think it was eighth grade because Mr. A left. We like actually drove that man insane. Um, that's the story for another time though. <laughs> Um, we had a class pet. It was a snake. His name was Striker Lane. My cousin actually um, decided to put this snake in the hood of his jacket and the snake got out. And so my school literally did like an active shooter drill for a snake. <laughs> because my principal was scared of snakes. Well, was scared of snakes. Brother, I would have been fucking crying. <laughs> No, ma'am. I was fucking crying. No. Like, I think if the school budget was like just a little bigger, he would have straight up been like, "Hey, yo, I need all of y'all to stand on these desks right now." (laughs) Yeah, that was crazy. I really need to go ahead. Oh, I remember my friend's little brother. He had a snake. I don't remember what kind of snake it was, but it was orange. I never, thankfully, I never, ever saw it. But my friend sent pictures of him. Mm -hmm. Uh, His name was Tyrone. Um, (laughs) He had a fucking snake. He had a fucking snake. Um, I think it was, was like, orange, I think. Um, But, like, a light orange. His Mm -hmm. name was Tyrone. And, like, I I would always be so scared to go to their house. (laughs) Because, you know, not to, like, shade or anything. But they're really fucking irresponsible. Okay. Like, uh-uh, uh I'm not going, I am not going to your fucking house and you have a snake. I don't care. I do not care. Uh, but anyways, <laughs> apparently her older brother, he had a dog. Uh, I think it was a, what is, what's the bitch? The, the Doberman? I think he was a, I'm pretty sure he was a Doberman. Mm-hmm. I met him before. He was really sweet. Uh, his name is Zeus. Dobermans uh, are like skinny Rottweilers. I, I think maybe, I don't remember what he was. It's been a while. Like he got stolen. Black and brown dogs. Aww. Yeah, he got stolen. Anyways, uh, he ate the snake. <laughs> he Aww. just straight up fucking ate it. <laughs> and I was like, shout out to Zeus, my bestie. Always looking out for me. <laughs> he was so sweet. Anyways, that was really weird tangent on snakes. 
Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, fucks you, world. Um, but you know, I really, I really need to see the sharks again. And you know, fucks you, world. Um, we stand sharks. And speaking of standing sharks, AEW has decided to pair with C, uh, not Sea World. The fuck? <laughs> what? <laughs> with Shark <laughs> <laughs> they um yeah no they're not partnering with SeaWorld I don't know where that came from um but AEW will be heavily involved with Discovery Channel's Shark Week which shout out to Shark Week I watch that shit every year um I love sharks they're literally just dogs in the ocean bro they don't mean to bite you they're just curious and they don't have hands okay you're more likely to be killed by a coconut than by a shark. Okay, respect the sharks. You're in its home. Remember that. Um, anyway, they've already filmed promos for Shark Week, and they're planning on doing a gimmick match the week of July 24th related to Shark Week. So get ready for Bobby Fish versus Hook. No. You know what? <laughs> I, you know what I think they should fucking do? You know what I think they should fucking do? Also, really weird. Like, Open aside, the door. No. No, real, real aside, really quick. Do you have you ever read? What's up? Have you ever read those I Survived books? There's like uh, I survived nine uh, eleven. No. I survived. <laughs> I survived like <laughs> Hurricane <laughs> Katrina. <laughs> I'm for real. Nah, I'm I've seen sure. them, but like I, I never read them. Hold on, hold on. I survived. I've seen them though. But yeah, I read I read the 9/11 one. I don't remember if I read the Hurricane Katrina one, but I do remember mm-hmm. I read um the one about like the shark bites or something. Um that book fucking traumatized mm-hmm. me. <laughs> that book traumatized me. Oh, it was oh god. Damn. Oh, Lord. Um but yeah, anyways, you know what I think AEW should do though? They should open the forbidden door once again. They should open the forbidden door. And you know what they mm-hmm. should fucking do? They should open the door to impact. Mm-hmm. And they should fucking yep. bring in motherfucking Shark Boy. Shark Boy. And I know he's they in have active to. competition. I know he's in active competition. Because he was in like that fucking uh well it was like what was it called? Like the gauntlet? Like three mm-hmm. weeks ago? Something like that. Yeah. I know he's in active competition. Don't fucking yeah. me. Tony Tom, you know what you need to do. Yeah. Shark Boy versus Hook. Book it right now. It's called I Survived you this for the Shark Attacks dog. of 1916. <laughs> Damn. They did well, one on the you fucking know, Battle speaking... of Gettysburg. <laughs> <laughs> How the fuck did they write that one? Oh, I read the Japanese. They just did a seance. Aww. Um, you know, the I Survived 9-11 book reminds me of my own personal 9-11. For real. It hasn't happened yet, <laughs> but it's coming up. Um, Fightful has reported that Orange Cassidy will be undergoing a theme change. They're changing his theme from Where's My Mind by the Pixies to Jefferson Starship's Jane and um that is my 9-11 that is the worst move Tony Khan could ever make that, that's like the best theme Orange has the best theme it's so messed up why would he do that to me Tony Khan hates 
us. I don't know why. I don't know what we did. I literally defended him the other day. Yeah, for you know, I, I defended him. I defended him because people were 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 getting on to him saying that, you know, him like hugging Okada and him hugging the surprise uh Zack Saber Jr. mystery opponent. Um that it was like, oh, it was so weak. And then Vince was just like, I don't even hug my wife like that, which is like, should she even be your wife if you don't hug her like that? Anyways. No, she shouldn't. Your wife should real. leave you, bro. For real. And then I was like, you know, Tony Khan. You know, it's good that we have people that like show their appreciation for their wrestlers and show their appreciation for the business and are passionate about their product. You know, it's a breath of fresh air. Mm-hmm. I have my criticisms of Tony Khan. He is my mortal enemy, but you know, I can respect him. Mm-hmm. And you know, he's not afraid to cry. Yeah, I, like I respect, I respect that in him. Um, I could make him cry though. Mm-hmm. Oh, easily. Yeah. No, it, very easily. Um. I'm going to make him cry if he changes um, Orange Cassidy's theme. I swear to God, I will create so many burner accounts just to bully this man until he changes it back. I don't care. He's gonna That's call a joke. WWE kind talk. of. He's going to conduct the fucking uh, <laughs> yeah. independent study. I'm going to turn into an e-drone, y'all. <laughs> He's going to conduct an independent study. <laughs> yeah, conduct. Never mind. <laughs> conduct these nuts. <laughs> I was literally gonna make <laughs> say that. <laughs> I was gonna say conduct an independent study on these nuts, Tony. For real. You know what? Don't change his thing. Don't change what he has I didn't know Jefferson Starship was like an actual thing. I thought that was like people's name for Jeffrey Star. And I was like, since when the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> use a the only Starship I know. <laughs> I mean, Starship the Glam's team is partnering with uh Jeffree Star's cosmetics. Oh my god, no, 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 no. His new theme is that fucking um, Hollywood Undead in Jeffree Star song. Oh shit, hell yeah, turn off the lights. Turn off the lights. <laughs> oh yeah, real ones know that song. Real ones know. Uh, Yeah, real by the ones way, though. That song is so fucking transphobic. <laughs> that song is fucking terrible. I love it. Uh, this song is awful. <laughs> it's like the worst thing I have ever heard. Like, I'm serious. Like, I've listened to so much bad music. That has to be, like, top five. <laughs> like, it is so bad. It slaps, though. <laughs> um, it slaps. But, um, but uh, yeah. That's going to be our 9-11. I'll never forget. Yeah, that is my 9-11. And, like, it was crazy. As we see it coming. We have foresight of it. I mean... Bush knew that that shit was gonna happen. Anyway, let's not let's not get into that. Alice Coley because I don't want to end up on watch list. Happen is she didn't even do anything. For real, she didn't do shit. So you acknowledge that nine eleven happened in Twilight? I I said nine eleven happened in Twilight, and you were like, "No, no, you didn't. No, you didn't." My argument was that it happened, and you were saying, "No, it didn't." And I was telling you, <laughs> and then you're like, if Alice would have seen it coming, she would have stopped it. And I was like, no, she wouldn't have, because what the fuck was she going to do? No, I mean, okay. Now that I think about it, 9-11 had to have happened, because isn't Thank that like, well, I mean, that's that what inspired correct. Gerard. Yeah, no, fuck it. Whatever. You're right. <laughs> I've never been wrong in my life. Anyways. I mean, but like, that's just like, 
how many fucking like movies and shit has 9-11 like not happened in you know like people just decided not to write that part in have you seen that criticism like, of like the turning red movie where it's like this movie takes place in 2002 and they don't even acknowledge the world trade center and it's like bitch the movie takes place in canada what the fuck do you want them to do yeah like what the fuck does canada have to do with that shit <laughs> That's just crazy. Um, Speaking of crazy, Forbidden Door was insane, man. Mm -hmm. Like, for real, I think that's, like, I I give that pay-per-view, like, an A, I think. Yeah, it was a really solid A for, like, the amount of people that, like, weren't there. It was a really solid A. Mm -hmm. For the amount of cursed shit that happened, I'm surprised it went that smoothly. Me too. Like, not gonna lie, I was expecting to get on this podcast and be like, hey, yo, there were, like, 14 people found dead after this show. For real? Like, 31 injured, 14 found dead. <laughs> like, I was so scared. I was so scared. I was praying the day of, like, please don't let this be bad. And it worked. It was actually really good. There were minimal injuries. I haven't talked to God a lot. Um, that we know of. But on that day, I spoke to him. And I asked for this show mm-hmm. to go smoothly. Because goddamn, we did it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Tony Khan, we did that for you. And you're trying to, like, curse this podcast. What the fuck? Yeah, you fuckly bitch. Um, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, um, speaking of fuckly bitches, they threw Lance Archer in the fucking pre-show. Like, why? He yeah, they did that now. just to spite me, I think. He wasn't even fucking in it. No, he wasn't. Like, I think they just, like, sprung that, like, the day of. Like, they're like, all right, you know what? Jay's having a really good day. I'm finna fuck this shit up. For real. <laughs> Maybe you sit through a Lance Archer match. He still does this like that. Mm-hmm. So nah, I'm for real, though. Like, Feud of the century, me versus Lance Archer. Just y'all wait. It's gonna be. It's gonna rival Peter and that chicken. <laughs> it's just on site, twenty four seven. It's just on site. <laughs> nah, but I'm glad Lance's injuries like. I thought you said I'm glad he's injured. I was like, enough. <laughs> I would never say that about <laughs> anyone except for like maybe Austin Theory. And, like, bitches like that. Like, I'm gonna celebrate if you're a piece of shit and you get hurt. I ain't gonna lie. But, like, Lance, this beef's just personal, you know? Like, I don't want him to be injured because I want to kick his ass. For real. You want to injure him. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I want anyone else to do it. Um, but yeah, yeah, there were like 12 matches, nine on the main card, three on the pre-show. Even the pre-show was like pretty solid. Um, but yeah, the pre-show I think was where New Japan got most of their wins. <laughs> Wait, not even. Well, yeah. Do you even count Lance Archer as a New Japan guy? I mean, he's in the G1, I guess. Uh, Lance is a slut. He he goes between promotions. He goes. Both you know, he's ways. a promotion why, hopper. Why? Why are you? Why are you trying <laughs> to shame this man for swinging both ways during Pride Month? You bitch. Maybe that's why he blocked you. Um, you don't accept who he is. <laughs> no, I accept it. You know, respect all my whores. Respect all my hoes. Like I love y'all. Fuck Lance Archer though. 
fucking promotion hopper. He, you've heard of homie hopping. He's a promotion hopper. Wow. <laughs> so these are your true colors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, I think New Japan got like most of their like uh big wins. Well, not even girl. This was like very heavily AEW. Not gonna like, I don't mm-hmm. know. I think the way they got around the whole like making the New Japan guys also look strong is that they threw New Japan guys in with the AEW guys. So like, if the AEW guys won, mm-hmm. the New Japan guys also won. So. Hmm. Yeah, like the only one where like, I mean, like FTR, the fucking New Japan dudes definitely did not win. Um, I mean, we'll get to that, of course. But yeah, that's definitely how they got around it is like they kind of like threw them with the people and then like gave them the pre-show like in one well, yeah. two and well, like one and a half, I guess, because the Lance. I suppose. But yeah, um, but yeah. I mean, this paper, the the pre show is kind of short and sweet. Um, the matches mm-hmm. were all pretty fine. Uh, the first match we saw was Hiroki Goto versus Yoshihashi. I mean, and Yoshihashi versus QT Marshall <laughs> and Aaron Solo. Um. A lot of people were like saying that, like, oh, why, why is Goto in the fucking pre-show? He was the one who was like fighting to be like in Tanahashi's spot or whatever. But then somebody also said, it's like, you know, New Japan needs some fucking wins uh, in this paper because mm-hmm. it's obviously going to be very AEW sided. So they threw in a tag team and they had had them beat, you know, a- yeah smaller plus um qt marshall has like the fucking light skin squint so like of course he was gonna get beat like he's a white is he white i feel like he's cuban i think he's i don't know what qt marshall is but he has like the he has like the light skin like squint and like pout to his lips and it pisses me off no, he's definitely italian that's literally my issue with this dude is he like he has like the fucking yeah, like, he's, I know he's not, like, if he's, like, a, he's, like, a spicy white. Like, he's not a person of color. Like, he's a spicy Excuse white. You, but he has, like, a fucking Italian light skin, like, pout. <laughs> Italian ex-erasure? Dude, some motherfuckers think, it's, think Italy is in fucking Latin America, bro. What? <laughs> yeah. My, uh, my girl was, like, fucking on TikTok, and she was, like... Yeah, like, I was watching this TikTok, and this person straight up thought Italy was in Latin America, and I was just like, dude, my geography teacher was ass, and I still know where Italy is. <laughs> that shit is crazy. Everybody knows Italy's a big boot, bro. It's... Yeah, wow. it's a boot. It's kicking the football. For real. For real. Like, even I know that. Like, think about that, dude. I knew that. But, yeah. Anyway, back to the pre-show. Um, this was, like, one of the only wins that New Japan got. Personally, I think they should have gotten, like, more. I... <laughs> we'll get more to it, like, as we get to, like, the matches. I'll give you, like, my actual opinions. But, anyway. This match is pretty short and sweet. Uh, Goto and, and Yoshihashi won. 
then we had Lance Archer versus Nick Camarado. Like we said, Lance Archer, does he really count? Like, I know he was in New Japan, but, like, that's his AEW guy now, you know? Like, Moxley was in New Japan, but they don't claim him, you know? Same, same shit. Same shit. In my opinion. Yeah, it's like, they're, like, half of a New Japan person. <laughs> like, AEW has you know? custody now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I didn't no, know watch get off of that. I didn't, I didn't watch this match, so... Uh, also, I was working. I watched it. I mean, it was solid. Yeah, I was working during the. It was solid. The I mean, matches. So. Yeah, like um, from like what I seen, because I was trying to like my stream was like messing up, and I was you know trying to get like ready for like the main like the main card and all that shit. Um, I mean, everyone that was in that match is like at least a solid worker, you know. So like, it wasn't a bad match. Yeah. The next one, however, that match sucked ass. Fuck Lance Archer. I will never say anything nice about that man. So rude. Um, yeah, and then... Even though he unblocked me. Still. That's just personal. After that nothing match, we had Sword (laughs) Glory versus Yoshinobu Kanemaru and El Desperado of Suzuki-gun. Um, Despi looks so good. And shout out Kanemaru as well. He looks so good. the, the, The Jack. Um... Mm-hmm. But yeah, like everybody looked really good here. Uh, I thought this match was actually. Mm-hmm. Really good. Uh, I did actually. This match, this. I think, was like one of my favorites. Yeah. Like, if the rest of the card hadn't been so good, this would have probably made like everybody mm-hmm. in the like ridiculously talented, and they have like uh yeah skill as a tag team. So I think it's mm-hmm. pretty well for them. Uh, Swerve and I Glory, for sure think that. Yeah, um, I for sure think that like this is a match that they honestly could have like thrown on the main card if they wanted to. Yeah, I thought it was really good. But I see why it was on the I see why it was on the pre-show. But like if they wanted to, they could have thrown it on the main card. Yeah, I mean the show was already the longest shit anyway. But, so it's gonna yeah. matter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, it wasn't honestly this pay per view like in its entirety was shorter than I was expecting. Right? I like, was like, oh my god, it's like eleven I, <laughs> and the main event's done. Mm-hmm. Like that shit doesn't even happen on like double or nothing. For real. Double or nothing is like eight hours long, man. Yeah. Oh, god. Yeah, we have two minutes. You want to rush past the ass fan? Yeah. I mean, really, all we need to talk about with um, the Ass Fam and Max Caster versus the New Japan LA Dojo is um, Dan Housen ended up like getting the kid Ass Boys, well, the younger Ass Boys, not the kid, because they're like older than me, but what the fuck ever. They're like boy Ass Boys. <laughs> they Dan Housen like did a little promo video thingy, and they like. No, 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 no. He came out to, like, custom theme for them, and they, like, chased him to the back to, like, try and attack him. And so, like, they were two people. The ass fan was, like, two people short. Yeah. So it was just, it was basically, That was an awful summary. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was basically Billy Gunn and Max Caster. It was, like, a team-building exercise between Mm -hmm. Daddy Ass and, uh, Caster. Uh, Versus mm-hmm. the New Japan Dojo, and they still got their asses whooped. 
So <laughs> what the fuck are they teaching them at the dojo? Um, everybody looked good here, though. <laughs> I, mm-hmm. I mean, it was a solid match. Nothing to like write home about. Um, I would stand Max Caster. Honestly, yeah, but he's kind of annoying. Yeah, like I think Max's whole thing is like he tries to be edgy, and it sometimes like the things that he says is just like incredibly immature like that shit that like I would expect to hear from like boys in my senior class you know yeah um and like that just kind of like keeps me from liking Max Caster like so far I will give him like some props like it he has seemed to like mellow out and like his stuff isn't like as edgy as it used to be um, I would like to see like more of like this consistently before I'm like, okay, yeah, Max is like kind of chill. Because I mean, you know? I think he's like a fine dude in real life, but like mm-hmm. his character is just he's funny. Shit. He is really funny though. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So after the uh, Max Caster and Billy Gunn picked up the win, um we moved on to the main card and um you know it is not recommended that you stream shows through um less than legal websites um but this show was 50 motherfucking dollars and i literally did not have enough We're money in to our like session, feed baby. myself I didn't even have enough money to fucking feed myself this weekend. So um, I do not have $50 to throw around at a paper. So sometimes you gotta <clears throat> go through less than legal means. Um, so I, I just want to say result- I support pirating. I don't care if it's like because you don't have the money or if you just think that it's fun. Um, still from companies, still from billionaires. These people have enough money. It's fine. Have fun. Do it. Still shit. Do not, do not, do not, do not, do not steal physically from stores. They will take it out. On yeah, don't steal from stores. I don't give a shit. Yeah, they do not steal, don't steal from, from stores, stores ever. But like pirating movies and stuff. If it wasn't for like pirating media, a lot of shit would be lost. I believe in pirating. Yeah, do uh, it. Use a VPN and an ad blocker. Use uh, touch VPN and uh, what is it? Adblock Ultimate. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, Adblocker Ultimate. Use those. Steal shit from companies like the fucking their media. Steal it. I don't care. Have fun. Don't steal from actual stores though, or I will show up to your house. Yeah. Fuck the New York Times. Fuck the New York Times. Information should be free. Anyways. Uh, yeah. yeah. So as a result of me pirating this event, um, <laughs> I missed the first three matches. And fuck Fightful. Fuck Fightful, by the way. Why the hell you're locking your biggest stories behind a fucking... Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Fuck paywalls. <laughs> Fuck that shit. Anyway. Oh, bro. Uh, yeah, I missed the first three matches, so you're just gonna have to take over, because I have no fucking idea what happened. Okay, so the first match, um, surprisingly, I expected this one to be, like, a little later in the card, um, was the Jericho... Well, not the Jericho Appreciation Society, because there's only Chris Jericho, Sammy Guevara with Ty Conti, and um Minoru Suzuki and it's like Minoru I'm so why do they put why do they put him with Chris Jericho that's fucked up like I know he's a heel like like, and you know I don't think he's that bad that's just 
Yeah. Like, I think Tony Khan literally could have given us um, Suzuki versus Eddie, and this match didn't even need to happen, in my opinion. Well, but, I mean, I guess it did because of the fucking advantage in Blood and Guts, but it's like, make them fucking play rock, paper, scissors for that shit. Give me Suzuki versus Eddie. Um, anyway, so the match goes on. Ty Conti is fighting back anti-Asian slurs. You can see it all over <laughs> her face. Um, check out her tweets to uh, Zia Lee to figure out what I'm talking about. Also, Caden Carter, but she's not Asian. Well, is she Asian? Anyway, whatever. Fuck it. Know. Fuck Ty Conti. Um, and it was Chris Jericho, Sammy Guevara, Minoru Suzuki versus Eddie Kingston, Willer Yuta, and um, Shooter, as he's affectionately known by Mox. Yeah, sure. Uh, winner gets the. Yeah. Yeah. The winner gets the fucking advantage in Blood and Guts. Um, I think, like, this was a really good match. <laughs> like, not Chris. Chris Jericho sucks. But, like, I think Wheeler and fucking Shooter and Eddie, all of them were going off. Even Misu was going off, for sure. Um, I, I definitely think that, like, you need to go back and watch that match. Be- just for, okay, Things are coming back to me now. Things are coming back to me. The fucking chops, bro. Okay, so I don't remember who tagged him in. All I know is either Chris or Sammy tagged in Suzuki, and Eddie gets tagged in, and this man's straps immediately fucking come down. They immediately get taken off of his shoulder. That's how you know shit's about to get real. And Eddie and Misu fucking started trading chops, and (laughs) it's sounding like a fucking cannon. Every single time Eddie makes contact with this man's chest, and Misu's just taking it. Suzuki's just standing there, like, come on, give me some more. And I'm just like, holy shit, bro. I would be dead. That would kill me. (laughs) I think Um, if we ever saw Suzuki versus Walter, if that ever happened, if it did, let uh me know. But if we ever saw that match, I think, like, Actually, you know what? I think for Walter's safety, we should not have that match. Um, because mm, mm, mm. Mm-hmm. the immovable horse needs to be... No, wait, I think for the safety the of ears. <laughs> they would break mm-hmm. the sound barrier. <laughs> yeah, no. Nah, that's just going to sound like a sonic boom. Everyone, like, it's going to be first chop and everyone's just going to, like, be holding their ears. I think that would actually would be like a hazard to have i don't think anyone could put that match on unless you make everyone in the crowd sign liability waivers um but honestly like i will say that like in this match i kind of felt like um they let wheeler shine a lot like they let the young guys shine and then they also gave us, like, you know, the old dogs fighting and shit. I, I think it's a really good match. Like, it's a Chris Jericho match, and I'm telling you to, like, go back and, you know, like, check it out a little bit. You know? Like, you don't have to, but, like, mm-hmm. you should. Especially if you want, like, Eddie and Misu interacting. I will take um, yeah. Like, just, you have to go back for the chops. You have to go back for the chops. You have to. Um, the next match was FTR, who are the 
ROH championships. Wait, yeah. not championships. Champions. And um, Rapungi Vice versus the United Empire. They're the IWGP champions. Mm-hmm. Were they? Or were they, like, trying to get them? No. They were already okay. I'm not going to lie. I... Every time I, like, seen United Empire, they were, like, coming out with fucking Will Ospreay, and I don't like him, so <laughs> I was not paying attention. Shout out um, Great Ocon, though. Shout but out this was... Yeah, no, no. Shout out Great Ocon. Um, <laughs> I paid attention to him, but, like, that's it. Um, it was a winner-takes-all ROH and IWGP Tag Team Championships. I personally had Rapungi Vice for this because I don't know, like, something in my brain was like, there's no way FTR is going to do Japan tours, but I kind of should have known better because FTR ended up winning the championship, by the way. Oh, Chris Jericho, Sammy Guevara, and Suzuki won their respective match, BCW. Um, yeah. so they have, so they have the advantage in blood and guts. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm kind of interested to see what all um, FGR does in Japan. I think it could be interesting for sure. I really thought Rapungi Vice had this one. Um, I mean, FGR are really good in the ring. So is Trent and Rocky. Um, the United Empire, they're good. Um, I'm not going to go back and watch this match again. If, like, you like their styles, then, like, I guess go back, or if you just want to support the Great Ocon, uh, you can. It was it was it was an okay match though, you know. Um, did you see <clears throat> the uh, one for the All Atlantic Championship or no? I saw like five frames of it. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> And then I saw the ending, but I don't even get to see the ending. I saw Pac, and then it immediately just, like, switched to, like, Juice Robinson and Jay White. I didn't even know what the fuck happened. Like, I was so pleased. Yeah, my stream was, like, messing up a little bit during this match, too. Um, I heard it was good, though. But we had... Yeah, I... I, I kind of want to go back and watch it, just because I fucking... I love Pac. I love... Malachi Black. Um, Miro, I've been hearing some, like, such shit about Miro and, like, gay people. So, I'm kind of reserved on him for right now. Um, And Clark Connors, I'm not going to lie, I hadn't really heard of the dude before this. Um, Oh, if you're wondering. He did a spear. uh, If you're wondering why Clark Connors is in this match. uh, It was supposed to be uh, Ishii. But he, um, which got, would have slapped. Yeah, he suffered a knee injury, however. So, um, Clark Connors had to step in because I believe Clark Connors was the guy that Ishii beat. So it's like a runner up situation. Um, but I heard mm-hmm. he did really good though. Yeah, I mean, um, I've seen people being like, oh, the spear was like the only thing that he contributed. Um, but I mean, he managed to like, keep up with these other dudes so you know props to him um Pac ended up winning um which he deserved he deserved that win for sure he earned it I mean Pac is like been consistently putting out bangers for like the past what three years Mm -hmm. like 
I literally, I feel like this championship, like whenever they announced it out and they were like, Pac's going to be in this. I was like, that championship was made for him. Like I called this shit from day one. And if it wasn't Pac, I was going to fucking riot. Not even going to lie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it had to be Pac. Um, well-deserved. Mm-hmm. Very, very well-deserved. Um, mm-hmm. He's going to do great. Yeah, I for sure want to see, like, a Malachi Black run. Oh, definitely. In the future. <clears throat> like, for sure want to see that. But for right now, I'm definitely going to enjoy Champion Pack. Yeah. I mean, maybe when they do, like, a every every person in the faction holds a belt thing with the House of Black, that could be his time. Mm-hmm. But for right now, we need a Pack solo run. Have him put out classics, you know? Because it's what he yeah. does. It's what he deserves. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. Uh, congratulations, once again. Yeah, um, congratulations. So, I actually did get to catch this match, surprisingly. Uh, <laughs> so, the <laughs> match after this was Darby Allen, Sting, and Shingo Takagi versus El Fantasmo and the Young Bucks. The Bullet Club reunited one night only, even though they've kind of been reunited this entire time. Whatever. Anyways, mm-hmm. uh, this was supposed to be a um, four four way, not a four way, but it's like an eight man tag. But uh, mm-hmm. unfortunately, uh, my king Hiromu Takahashi could not make it uh, as he fell down with he had a fever. Um, and he couldn't fly mm-hmm. to America, which you know sucks. But yeah, you know, I'm I like, okay. yeah, I'm. I'm just glad that, that like he didn't have to deal with Darby. Like Darby can even pronounce his fucking name right. So shout out to my boy Shingo. You know, yeah, you have to go through this. Uh, Sting, however, Sting, shout out to Sting for a little. Uh, shout out to Sting, bro. Um, it like it hit me whenever I was watching like the old Team Taz segments because you remember like the fucking Darby Allen Sting and Team Taz feud. Oh, I actually remember it. Dar- oh, when when Ricky was dressed as Darby, oh my god, he looks so good. He did it better than Darby himself. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he for he did he for real did. Um, I like whenever I was watching those and like. Sting's like first appearance like I was just like I had to pause for a second and I was like damn like Sting is for real back for real. <laughs> like he's literally back and like he's got a match coming up because this is like a couple days before Forbidden Door like that shit is crazy mm-hmm. at his fossil age I don't know what the hell <laughs> respectfully Respectfully. I don't know what the hell mm-hmm. he's doing, but oh my god. That man is going to live forever at this rate. Uh, but yeah. So at his fossil age, uh, respectfully, uh, <laughs> Sting did a fucking dive off of the fucking um, the entrance portal. By the way, with the lights that they put into like the tunnel, it, li- it straight up just looks like a portal. Like That shit is so cool. Anyways, he did a dive from the entrance tunnel, the top of the entrance tunnel, onto uh, the Bucks and Phantasmo and uh, Hikuleo at his fossil age. 
Yeah, and um, whenever he landed on Hikaleo and all of them, that was how they kind of, like, kept Hikaleo away from the match for a little bit, you know? Like, yeah. to make things even. That's what, that's the reasoning that they gave for Sting doing it, but also we know that it was just because, holy shit, it's Sting doing awesome shit. It's Sting! Um, it's Sting! Oh my god, it's Sting! Also, shout out to Tony, man. Shout, shout out to Tony. Like, they got... They got this man, like, they brought him on commentary for this match, just so he could do that. <laughs> I love that, Also, honestly. speaking of commentary, um, the commentary team for this was fucking great. Um, we had Excalibur and Taz, my favorite mm-hmm. commentary duo at the moment. They are... Oh my god, Same. fantastic. Uh, they have Excalibur and Taz, and then Kevin Kelly from the English side of the New Japan... Uh, commentary team uh i was really like kevin kelly's um commentary it made the english commentary when watching new japan bearable um Mm -hmm. but uh yeah yeah. and then i think around the osprey match they brought out jr uh which Mm -hmm. hmm. i mean he wasn't that bad honestly he wasn't that bad uh yeah i mean i think jr he I feel like he he's also like okay when old people get old they either become more of an ass or they mellow out and by like more of an ass I mean like if they have like shitty politics and stuff like that it just worsens you know I feel like JR's mellowed out a little bit I'm not gonna sit here and call him like a lib or anything but like he hasn't like he doesn't make like weird comments all the time well, you know what I mean? Used to. Yeah, like not as also, much as he used to. Like I feel like he's mellowed out, and it's probably because of like how AEW like presents some- themselves. So like I'm not gonna sit here and be like, "Oh, king of growth, whatever." Like that man is from Oklahoma. I know how he thinks. Speaking, um, but speaking you know, he's king gotten more bearable. Speaking of king of growth, uh, do you think he's opened his weed farm yet? Um, I sure hope. I don't That's know. I need to like reference. look into that. That's a deep cut reference. That is a real deep cut reference. <laughs> I for real need to look into that. Like me, Jr. We were both from Oklahoma. We both were given the gift of prophecy, and we both grow weed. That's for true. Maybe that's why I'm defending him. I'm not defending him. <laughs> I'm just saying. I think he's like he's definitely like calmed down. Like he doesn't. I can stand when he's on commentary now. I used to listen to New Japan Muted sometimes. <laughs> you really do be like that. I told you. Kevin Kelly's the reason I, it was like kind of bearable. Also, Rocky Romero's voice is like nice mm-hmm. to listen to. So. <laughs> it is. And like when Kazushka Okada um, was on, he'd be like, that's my best friend. And it's like, you go, Rocky, you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I liked it when Rocky was on commentary. Um, This match was, it was pretty good, actually. Uh, for Darby Allen match. Um, the Young Bucks, I think it's been a while since they've worn like their tassel here. I, I I don't pay attention to Young Bucks matches. For the last two pay-per-views, I've missed their matches. Um, but anyways. Um, Phantasmo weirdly fit in really well with them. Um, Phantasmo is like unbearable in the way of like He's just annoying. 
like the young bucks are just straight up unbearable. <laughs> um, you know what? Phantasma has everything that the young bucks wish they had. Okay, Phantasma has what the young bucks want. Um, but yeah, anyways, Phantasma, he did really good in this match actually. Um, uh, yeah. So there was a spark, a spark. <laughs> there was a spot where um, EOP was trying to uh, twist Sting's nips. Um, uh, and Sting just straight up no sold it, which, like, king. Uh, and I don't remember a lot about this match, to be honest, but it was really fun. Uh, Fantastic was, like, really ridiculously athletic, and sometimes I forget that. Um, <laughs> the Young Bucks, I think, did pretty good as well. Um, yeah, like I said, they they fit in a little too well. Uh, it, it, was, it was it was kind of annoying in a way. Which like I know it's supposed to be, but whatever. Anyways, uh, I think Shingo. I didn't. I don't really think he did that much in this match, from what I remember. But then again, this stream was like in like one forty four p, um, and like two frames an hour. So can't really give that yeah when the streams were rough it was rough yeah this was like two frames an hour which match are you talking about uh the darby allen one i'm still on it um but yeah okay. I don't think Shingo, have you I talked about the titty twisters yes i did talk about the titty twisters uh so yeah so later on in the match however sting twisted elp's fucking uh titties so you'd love to see it um the boyhood dream probably came true for him that night. Um, for I don't, <laughs> listen, listen. I hate the coffin drop so much. It is like one of my least favorite moves in all of wrestling. Like it is so ugly. It is so stupid. It just looks bad every time. I don't know why he continues to use it. This is a fucking Darby Allen slander podcast. Uh, for real, Darby, Darby Allen contributed nothing to this match. Um, absolutely nothing it's just another warm body um but yeah elp and the young bucks they got along a little too well for my taste it, it was really annoying i'm i'm look. i'm currently looking for the update on jr's weed business while rosalie's talking <laughs> have you found anything yet we'll talk more about this yes um i don't know if we talked about it in like that episode um i feel like we should probably save this for the outro just so you know if we don't forget okay listen to the outro i'm not gonna forget fuck you for saying that (laughs) (laughs) jr's weed farm uh yeah it's called black cat farms this is a callback to the very first episode of ring rat radio very rough first episode but fuck it it was so rough it was oh god i don't want to go back and listen to our old shit man I will never go back and listen to that shit. I promise you. Also, I want to redo the ghost episode, like whenever for like our one year anniversary. Yeah, we could do that. Fuck it, why not? Um, but okay. yeah. Anyways, uh, yeah. So Shingo, Darby, and Sting picked up the win. Also, they were called dudes with attitudes. I don't know who gave them that name. Uh, it would have been well. Um, apparently, it was like an old reference. Like apparently that I think that was like a name of a group that Sting was in like back in the eighties. Was he eighties? Is that right? I don't fucking know. 
I was born in 2003. <laughs> I was born in 2002. I don't know. I'm just telling you, like, what I think I heard from commentary. Shout out to Sting, though. Um, yeah, shout out to Sting. Uh, Sting really does not look like he talks the way he does, bro. That shit is crazy. For real. <laughs> that man like, sounds like that man literally, he, he's crazy. He's so intimidating. And then he's from fucking California. Like, that shit is crazy. <laughs> yep, he's from the California and you can Steve. hear it. The Jew's name is Steve. <sighs> also, when I was watching Not TNA, that. when I was watching TNA, in like 2006, they were like hyping up his debut. They kept calling this motherfucker by his government name. They were like, Steve Borden is here. Steve Borden is here. Who the fuck is Steve Borden? I don't know that man. I've never heard of that man in my life. Um, but yeah, anyways, that was weird as hell. <laughs> anyways, in the one women's match that we had, which by the way, I think Tony Khan uh, had, they asked him about this at the press conference. And he had said that he mm-hmm. wanted to work with Stardom because uh, obviously, like New Japan is like the New Japan and Stardom have the same parent company. Um, mm-hmm. But supposedly, a lot of the talent didn't have visas, and also there was like a pay per view like the day after Forbidden Door, and then they were also doing like a pay per view like the day before, or like some other promotion that they wanted to work with as well was doing a pay per view the day before. And, like, nothing would work out. So they kind of had to just throw this match in there. Um, but it was, ch- it was Thunder. <laughs> Thunder Rosa versus Tony Storm. Um, oh, a lot of lot of uh, Storm and Thunder related uh, <laughs> names in here. Anyways, uh, Thunder Rosa versus Tony Storm for the AEW Women's World Championship. Um, um, I'm not gonna lie. I stepped away from this match. Like, I was talking to my family and I think eating dinner. Uh, I want. I left for a little bit to either go reheat my food or get something to drink. Not because you know we don't appreciate women's wrestling in this house, <laughs> but mm-hmm. because this card was kind of stacked, and this was like the one match that you could afford to miss. So, because mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't. Really yeah, because it was obvious Thunder Rosa wasn't gonna lose, and I don't like Tony Storm. Me either. So I don't really, you know. I, I I didn't really have that much interest besides, you know, just watching the show. But uh Thunder Rose is mm-hmm. here and like her entrance, like uh get up like that her face paint. Cool. Yeah, it was amazing. Um but yeah, um this match I think actually was pretty good from what I did get to catch of it. Uh Thunder Rosa obviously won. Um but it was an alright match. Um Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then we had some people's match of the night after this, and I just want to say it is purely because of Orange Cassidy, and we will explain why. Not for um, real. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the next match was Will Osprey versus Orange Cassidy for the IWGP United States Championship. Um, the championship was not physically present because Juice Robinson is currently holding it hostage. Um, I don't recall why. I know they slayed it on commentary multiple times. I don't care. Uh, I don't like Juice Robinson. He gives me crusty vibes. I don't either. Um, he looks he looks like he smells like stale beer and stale cigarette smoke. I don't like him. How are you going to be a white person with dreads? First, he of looks all? like he smells like cheese, man. I, I, I don't know how yeah. to say that stank cheese. Smell. I said like, this you know. about yeah. 
I said this about Joey Janela, and I regret it. So I'm going to move it on to Juice Robinson. He looks like what people... He looks like he smells like what people think Post Malone smells like. (laughs) I just... I don't like Juice Robinson. Um, But, I mean... If I wasn't such a hater, I would have put this for, like, match of the night. Because Orange carried. Like, Orange was making this man work. Yeah. And I think me and you have, like, both said it. And it's, like, the same with the Young Bucks. They're not bad wrestlers. They're actually all incredibly talented. But their matches are just the same moves over and over again because they know they're good at them. And in this match, Will Ospreay was having to work. Like, Orange yeah. Cassidy was moving. The bean kicked in. The bean kicked in. Um, yeah. Or, like, I, what I really liked about this match is, like, you know, like, like we said, Will Ospreay, very, like, he, he very much is in, like, the best wrestler in the world category, you know? Like, objectively, mm-hmm. you look at how he wrestles. Okay, he's very good. But, mm-hmm. you know, he doesn't have the sauce, the sauce, the drip to, like, yeah. live off of doing those five moves every match and have it still be, you know, a fine match. He doesn't have that mm-hmm. luxury. He doesn't have that skill. Mm-hmm. So it every single time that there's, like, an Osprey match that's rated five stars, I go watch it and... It's literally just, like, the opponent who's having to, like, do something different. And then Osprey's still doing all the same shit that he usually does. But I think Mm -hmm. Orange definitely carried in this match because it was, like, I think this match on paper makes no fucking sense. But it works because Mm -hmm. it makes no sense. Like, Orange Cassidy Mm -hmm. is, like, lazy, you know, doesn't put effort in. Well, Osprey is try hard and does everything he possibly can. He's flashy. And you throw it together, mm-hmm. and it's like this beautiful concoction. And Orange Cassidy can fucking yeah. Move. And a lot of people don't uh, don't 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 um, recognize that. Think <laughs> about that. Too late. But it's like turtles can move fast as hell when they want to. For real, he's just conserving his like, energy. Them bitches be scooting like they ain't as slow as y'all think. Yeah, he's literally, he's conserving his energy for shit like this. Like, I tweeted, Orange Cassidy is better than your favorite wrestler, and don't you forget it, or something like that. And it's, like, it's literally true, because, like, if it wasn't for Orange, this match probably would have sucked. Like, I think Orange for sure, like, someone tweeted, um, Orange is, like, pointed out like the obvious flaw in like Osprey's like offense or defense. I don't fucking know sports. Like all you have to do is move out of the way. <laughs> Literally. Like all you have to do is just um, move out of the way. What the fuck is he gonna do? Mm-hmm. Um but yeah I think because like Osprey is doing all the same shit that he usually does and like Orange is either just like moving out of the way, like making himself like dead weight, simply just not fucking doing it because he just doesn't mm-hmm. want to. Like, Osprey has to think outside of the box, and he has to do things that he mm-hmm. usually doesn't do. And then, you know, yeah. Orange had him scared for his fucking life. Like, there were so many near falls. Like, yeah. I swear, I swear on my mama, that referee Canada 3, I swear on my mama. I he did, no. The, his hand hit that fucking his mat. Hand hit the he fucking just didn't yell 3 yet. 
Yeah, his hand hit the fucking mat. Um, anyways, your rightful IWGP United States champion is Orange Cassidy. Yeah, but the winner of the match was Will Ospreay. Um, also after this match, um, <laughs> Aussie Open started beating up Orange Cassidy, and then um, best friends came out. Well, not best friends. I think Chuck is injured. Um, but Rocky. It and was Trent and Rocky. Yeah, Rocky and Trent came out, and then they were still outnumbered. But then, but then, Katsuyori Shibata, for some reason, I screamed. This was the weirdest fucking interaction, but I could not have asked for anything better. Uh, (laughs) For some reason, Shibata um, came out, and obviously people are scared shitless of this man. Uh, So they leave. And then he has an interaction with Orange Cassidy and Orange puts his sunglasses on Shibata. Y'all. I love it. Um, They did not give the people what they want. Yeah, I thought they were going to hug. I was like, oh my god, he's going to be the best friend. So like, this is the greatest pay-per-view in all of existence. Mm-hmm. It didn't happen. I don't know if you Yeah, it did not happen. But um, yeah, I I thought this match was really good. Um, yeah, and like I said, it's a typical Will Ospreay match, but what makes it is the opponent. Mm-hmm. Like, Orange Cassidy can bring out, like, something different in everybody else. And, you know, mm-hmm. like, I think Osprey was really scared for his fucking life, man, because Orange had his ass. He had his ass. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think it's because, like, Will's not used to having to, like, focus. Because, like, yeah. I guarantee you that man has practiced his moves so many times that he can do all that shit on autopilot. Like, he's yeah. probably making a grocery list while he's doing all this and, like, you know, reminding himself to, like, tug his neck and shit like that. For but, real. like, I feel like in this match, Will was, like, actually having to think. Oh, my God. Will Ospreay having, being forced to think? That shit is crazy. <sighs> I don't think that man yeah. ever Anyway, maybe if you're richer, you could afford people to thank for you, bitch. Bitch, broke ass motherfucker. You will never be Seth freaking Rollins. Seth Rollins has more zero in his (laughs) fucking bank account than you have in your fucking debt. Don't you ever forget. For real. (laughs) (laughs) We we shit on Seth Rollins, but until it's time to shit on Will Ospreay, we stand Seth Rollins. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Man, fuck Seth Rollins. Fuck Seth Rollins. Like, I'm sorry. Like, you know that you do not have the fucking sauce. If you can, if Seth Rollins can, like, literally make people turn on you. Seth, Seth sucks ass. I hate that man. No, I don't. I, who said that? I don't like Seth. It's <laughs> that fucking meme. You know, like, like, that fucking Paris is a cunt. Who said that? I never said Paris that. Is Paris my is my best friend. friend. <laughs> <laughs> That's me with Seth Rollins. And Jay White. Yeah. No, actually, we really don't like Jay White. Jay White, if you're hearing this, fuck you. Yeah, fuck you. Give me my name back. For real. Why did yeah. why, you steal my name? Congratulations. Why did you steal my name? Why did you steal my name? I don't know, Jay. Man. That's fucked up. How are you going to steal from a fucking queer black person how are you gonna do that jay that's fucked up give me my name back give that's me my name back please i miss it <laughs> yeah yeah i think i think jay white wore red in, in his name <laughs> specifically for me 
because he knew that I was going to be watching <laughs> and he knew that my favorite color is red and he's like I know what's going to piss Rosalie off and he wore red and I was I was I was ready to throw a brick at him but then my king Kazushika Okada he wore the shorts and they were black and red because he is my best friend and he knows that mm-hmm. black and red is my we favorite completely color. skipped a match bro no I- I'm going on a tangent <laughs> I'm going off the script. This is a shoot. Um, <laughs> this is the real me, brother. This is the real me. I'm off the mess. Um, but yeah, he, he wore the fucking shorts because he knew that I loved the shorts on him because the shorts are his best look. The pants are too loose. He does not have the ass for the trunks. The shorts are the only option. Okay? It's, it's the only option. Kazushika Okada needs to wear shorts all the time. He should never ever wear those fucking pants. He I really hated does. the pants dog. I hate the pants. Nah. He should bring back the red hair also. He should bring back the red hair. But you know, also not. Because like, you know, I want you to do well mentally, King. Uh <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, that is true. Like red hair Okada me and red hair Okada. Damn. If he brings back the red hair, I'm bringing back the red hair. Okay, we will go through it together, King. I promise you. I will make myself upset about stuff. <laughs> I'll actually start dealing with my problems, so I have shit to be upset about. For real. <laughs> Just um, for you, King. Solidarity. <laughs> for real. It, it's it's what he deserves. But yeah, before we get on to the Kisushka Okada match, uh, we do have one more match to cover. This is the match that I was probably looking forward to the most. Um, mm-hmm. same. You know what's sad about it? <clears throat> I didn't even get to watch most of this shit. Mm. <laughs> I was so sad. Aww. Yeah, because uh, at no, the my, same time, my dad, my like, stream was fucked up too. Yeah, no, it wasn't even my stream. At the same time that this match came on, my aunt walked into my room and she was asking me to print something for her. And I was like, of all the fucking times you walk in my fucking room, you pick the match I'm most excited about. <laughs> Anyways. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was like trying to print out her pay stubs, but then my printer wasn't working. So I had to figure out what the fuck was wrong with my printer. And then she had to call her son. And it was this whole fucking thing. I didn't even get to watch this match. I was so sad. I heard it was good though. I mean, it probably was. Yeah, it was. You for sure. You you have to go back and watch this match. Oh, I definitely like. I watched. This the, is, I watched. The I, first I think one. it might be my match of the night. Yeah. I caught the first like maybe like 10 not, not even 10. The first like 5 minutes of it. Mhm. Um mm-hmm. My stream was messing up during it. So like I missed like bits and pieces of it. Um but um okay, so like before this match like the mainly fans on the internet were like, oh my god, this camera dude, he's like completely covered head to toe, he's in black, this is, this fucking Cesaro, well, not Cesaro, it's fucking Claudio, man, he's here, he's back, and so when Claudio, he was who replaced, uh, Brian Danielson, for the Zach, match against Zack Sabre Jr., um, whenever he, like, walked to the ring, he, like, stood next to the cameraman. It was, like, pointing between the two of them, and then he, like, kind of shrugged, like, nah, that wasn't me, y'all. So, I mean, wrestling fans got, like, they used the wrong formula, but they got the right answer, (laughs) I guess, because he was, he was the one that, you know, replaced Brian Danielson. Brian Danielson is a fucking menace. 
that is a dude menace. wants to watch was... the fucking world burn. He literally picked he does. fucking Claudio Casagnoli to be a part of the of the Blackpool Combat Club to replace him in the match against Zack Sabre Jr. To replace him in the match mm-hmm. against Blood and Guts with Eddie Kingston, knowing damn well yeah. that Eddie Kingston and Claudio Casagnoli fucking hate each other. Well, Eddie hates yeah. him. Eddie Kingston was spitting mad like this motherfucker went back and found an old like tweet of his when fucking cesaro got released and quote retweeted that shit that's how mad eddie kingston was i guarantee you this man was like punching the wall he was he spit at him (laughs) he was like what fucking beat he has (laughs) against this man cesaro is like the nicest like sweetest man i've ever Mm -hmm. heard anything about and this motherfucker um, just hates him. Don't quote me on this. And, like, of course, you know, this is all fucking... This is all, like, storyline. This is all in character, as far as I know. Um, apparently, like, the beef that Eddie has with Cesaro... Not Cesaro, with Claudio. It's a learning curve, y'all. Is, um... He feels like Claudio, like, kind of sold out. And I think... I remember watching, like, an Eddie Kingston interview where he was, like... You know, like, if you're gonna, like, go somewhere, like, you need to, like, make sure that your friends eat, too, you know? And I think, like, he kind of felt, like, abandoned by Cesaro. And, like, Cesaro could have, like, helped him, like, make his way to the top faster. And Cesaro didn't do it. I think that's where the beef started from. I could also be making this shit up. But I feel like I remember, like kind of like piecing that together from like old interviews that I've watched of Eddie. You know, Eddie Kingston's a petty bitch when I think about him. <laughs> so I love him. Oh. Me too though. Speak your fucking truth. Um but yeah, Claudio Castagnoli was the uh surprise uh opponent for Zack Saber Jr. uh at Forbidden Door. Um and the first like 30 seconds of this fucking match my entire life flashed before my eyes i was ready <laughs> to discover the ability of teleportation and transport myself behind tony khan and fucking beat him over the head with a brick like i was about to fucking shit myself like my heart has never beat that fast in my fucking life i was on the verge of tears almost like <laughs> The fucking bell rings. The first thing that Claudio does is he runs over to Zack Sabre Jr., uppercuts the shit out of him, and then hits the fucking neutralizer. I was like, no fucking way they're going to do that to me. There's no way they're going to rob me of this fucking match. <laughs> he did it. I was like, god damn. My life flashed before my eyes. I was about to fucking cry, dude. I was literally on the verge of tears. Yeah, I think I kind of, like, yelled a little bit. I definitely yelled. I was like, no! No! <laughs> I was so upset. Yeah. So upset. Um. And, you know, like, actually, I've seen, like, I have, like, this really bad case of, like, brain rot, where, like, I seek out awful opinions. You know, I like laughing at people. Um, and I've seen, like, 
some discourse about like man why the fuck didn't Zack Saber Jr. win like they were supposed to like build him up so he could like justifiably go after Brian Danielson Zack Sardy got that like that match already was supposed to happen if it wasn't for an injury it would have happened I don't think Zack losing to Cesar to Claudio I don't think that that fucked over his standing like everyone knows that Zack is definitely in the running for like best technical wrestler you know Mm -hmm. it's like and I mean it was one it was Claudio's debut two this was an AEW in New Japan promotion but like look at what company everyone says first yeah you know like, you really didn't expect the dude from New Japan to win, did you? You know, like, I think that I, it's understandable to, like, be upset about Zach losing because, like, he for sure could have won this match. But I don't think that it's, like, going to harm his chances of having a match with Debray in the future. Definitely I not. think that that's kind mm-hmm. of silly to be worried about. Definitely not. I mean,. Yeah, like he said, like Zack Saber Jr. is definitely in like the best technical wrestler. Like he is definitely a conversation. Mm-hmm. Like he's definitely in the conversation. Like, like he's fucking great. He's in the conversation, top five, and shit. I don't think he's four or five. Mm-mm. Yeah, like he's he's really fucking good. Like in my opinion, there are some people that it's like you know, <clears throat> if it had been literally anybody else, I think uh zsha could have won and like nobody would have said anything you know but i think it makes sense for claudio to win because one he has to look strong for blood and guts two it just fucking Mm -hmm. makes sense like it's not it's not rocket science like in my opinion i think because the thing about claudio is that he's a technical wrestler he's strong as shit he is like very like agile like he is like the complete package like even if like Zack Sabre Jr. could out wrestle him, and like you know, it's probably very close. Um, <clears throat> it'll still be like a struggle to win, just because the, de- <laughs> the, the deck is stacked mm-hmm. so far against him. So like logically, he still wins, you know. But I still don't think like mm-hmm. ZSJ looks bad in any way um, from this. I think no, he looks sure better. Not. In 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 that mm-hmm. sense. Yeah, like, I, I think that it was just, you know, someone's fave got, um, like, didn't win, and, you know, everything seems worse in the moment. Um, but, no, I don't think that this hurt Zack Sabre Jr. anyway, especially not when, like, that man already has Steve Rye's respect, Literally. you know? So, like, that match is gonna happen. Yeah. Also, I think... ZSJ like definitely like bulked up more like he does not look as lanky as he used to like he's he's definitely like yeah no he's definitely I think he's put on some muscle yeah he doesn't look that much like (laughs) a string bean respectfully king respectfully (laughs) um but yeah you know shout out shout out to to the vegan I guess the vegan lifestyle um but he's vegan yeah, he's 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 very yeah. vegan. He's like he's like the person that's like you know. Um, he's like Daniel Bryan vegan. <laughs> oh damn! Um, he said flying toss in like a promo. That motherfucker's lying. He's not British. British people do not exist. 
I've never met um, No one says flying to us. No one says that. You guys are lying to me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't think we have any people in the UK that listen to this, so I don't feel bad. Um, I don't fuck with British people. Should have stayed think, on your continent all those years ago. I don't want to be here. Bro, I think the only British person allowed <laughs> is Will and Regal, and that's it. <laughs> um, yeah. Boy, like, he's still yeah. walking on thin ice, just because just cause he's British. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyways, f- fuck British people. But if you're British, we love you. Um, because, you know, obviously... Yeah, you're if you're British, British and you listen to this, you don't count. Yeah, you're, you're the good yeah. kind of British. <laughs> yeah, so this match is really good. Um, definitely recommend it from the very little that I got to watch of it. Uh, but I mean, even if I didn't get to watch it, um, it, it still looks good on paper anyways. Um, so mm-hmm. then after that, we had the four-way for the um, IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. Um, it was Jay White versus Kazuchika Okada versus Hangman Page versus Adam Cole, or Adam Squared, as we would like to call him. Um, <laughs> and I thought this match was really good. What I really liked about this match, though, <clears throat> is... That like in Fatal Four Ways, it's usually like I call it Fatal Four Ways, but I don't know that that's like the WWE branding for it, but it just makes sense, you know. Anyways, mm-hmm. <clears throat> whatever. In Four Ways, like usually what happens is like two people are like wrestling, and then like other two people are like you know chilling outside of the ring. But what I like about this one mm-hmm. was that like every pairing like made sense. Like if you had Jay White and Okada mm-hmm. in the ring, like they have beef. If you had Okada and Hangman Page. Yep. They want to wrestle each other. If you have Hangman Page and Adam Cole, mm-hmm. they hate each other. If you have Jay White and Adam Cole, mm-hmm. you know, they're walking the line. Uh, and then Okada and Cole, yeah. it's still a good match. I don't remember if they had any beef. Uh, I think still- Adam has, Adam has like beef with everyone, to be fair. To be fair, yeah. <laughs> Except um, for Britt. Obviously. <laughs> Britt, watch your back. <laughs> don't trust him. Do not trust that snake. Um, I'll protect he literally... I'm not going to say that. He killed my granny. He literally transfigured into a wasp and stung me twice, that traitorous bitch. I got stung by a wasp twice. Yeah. And I know that that was Adam Cole in disguise. Um, yeah. Um, speaking of Adam Cole being a traitorous bitch, at one point in this match... You know, Jay and Adam were like, you know, they're being all buddy buddy. They were pairing together and like beating up Okada and Hangman. And then I don't remember what he did. Like, I don't remember what move he was going for. Um, but Adam kind of like betrayed Jay White yeah. in this match. You know what? You were, you were texting me and you were like, Adam Cole, like, or, or like, don't trust Jay Wyatt. Like, he's like a, uh, he's a complete like traitor or whatever. And then Adam no, turned. Oh no, no, no! I was like, Jay is not good at friendships. Oh yeah, because he's not. Adam, yeah. Jay is. I can't even say Jay now. Jay is a little like he's a little too delusional for friendships. Um, I forgot about Adam Cole. I forgot about the trauma that he put me through for a minute because I was just so caught up on hating the name stealer 
that um, I, I let Adam just slip under the radar. <laughs> Jay, sweetie, we are so sorry for, for, for doubting you like that. You know, we, we, we know that you are a, uh, a loyal king um, for now. Mm-hmm. Give uh, me my name back, though. For real. <laughs> you remember? Um, what? You remember that Jay White promo where he was like, this is Jamie speaking. Oh, I sure do. I sure do. Oh my god, that promise good. That <laughs> that was my nine eleven. That was my nine eleven. I'll never forget. Where I, I was. was so scared. I was scared. I remember I was life. watching the Raw. <laughs> I was like, I was like tense the entire time. I was like, if I hear this man's name or this man's music, I am actually going to throw something. No, I, I was I was watching that rumble. I was literally on the verge of shitting myself every time the fucking counter cut went down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he resigned, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, no, that, that not put me through it. That's why I hate him. Jared is evil. He is, he is evil incarnate. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! I'll never anyway, <laughs> for real. Shout out to Okada. But yeah, everybody did really good in this match. I thought this match was really good. Mm. Um, I thought it could have been better um, if the finish hadn't looked that weird. But we'll talk about why the finish looked a little weird later. But I think we could just continue talking about it if you have anything else to say. But I mean, I thought everybody looked really good. I thought the whole... I mean, I don't have anything else to say. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. Everybody just looked really good. Everybody worked really well together. Um, so yeah. the finish came when um, Okada hit Adam Cole with a Rainmaker. And then Jay White came in and hit Okada with the uh, Blade Runner. And then he, like, threw Okada out of the ring and then immediately went over to pin Adam Cole, which is, like, petty bitch. But, like, you know what? Me too. <laughs> Me too though. I respect it, though. I would do that. Uh, but yeah, he went over to, to pin Adam Cole. Um, but uh, I thought that the ending of this match felt a little weird. Um, and then mm-hmm. it came out, or it has been reported, supposedly. Because we already knew that Adam Cole was kind of working a little bit hurt. Um, not necessarily mm-hmm. injured, but just a little hurt. Um, he has a labrum injury. I don't remember if it's like tore or if it's just like what it is, but there's something wrong with his labrum. Yeah. I don't think he was like that badly injured to like not be able to perform. But I think the reason mm-hmm. they had him like uh not necessarily do a lot of like wrestling and stuff is just to like, you know, help him heal up a little before the match. And then I guess after this they'll probably give him a little break or something. Um but um it was reported that he might have suffered a concussion. Um, so that that's why my uh, the finish could have been a little weird. I definitely don't think that Jay White was meant to lose because I think I don't know they made too big of a deal about him winning it again for them to like immediately drop it. Like I don't know. Yeah. And also it would have just been shit because you know the dude's been great. I'll never defend Jay White, yeah. but I like um... titles on Jay White. Um, I lied. I do have one more thing to say about this match. Shout out to the money clip. That is oh, such a clip. beautiful thing. That the money clip is so good. I love Okada. No, people really shit on it, but it's a good move. 
It's so good. It looks so cool. Y'all are just haters. I'm sorry if you hate on Kazuchika Okada. I want nothing to do with you. For real. Also, like, he he is literally Disney Prince Phantom. Like, he is mm-hmm. so handsome. Uh, also, he's so tall. He's really tall. Wrestlers are so big. Wrestlers are so big. And they it doesn't make any sense because they don't look it. Yeah, it's really crazy. Like, when you go back to watch WrestleMania 36 or something, and you watch, like, the Bad Bunny match, he looks, like, three feet tall, mm-hmm. and he's standing next to the fucking Miz, dude. The Miz. Like, that is crazy. Yeah. No offense to the Miz, by the way. <laughs> but, yeah, like, the Miz, dude. Like, he looks, like, three feet tall and, like, two inches wide. Compared yeah, to the he Miz. made the Miz look like Brian Cage. Literally. Like, in terms of, like, bulk. Literally, like I'll never forget seeing fuck that. Brian like, Cage. Damn, wrestlers are fucking huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fuck Brian Cage. That was like, that was like, you know how like babies freak out whenever they like see their dads without a beard. <laughs> no, but that's what. <laughs> like, you you haven't seen those videos? Like the dad will shave his beard and like the baby freaks out. I don't watch baby videos. I don't like babies. Okay, well, you know this. shut up. I don't either. <laughs> well, it's like a thing, but like that, like the re- realization of like just how big wrestlers are, that's what I imagine babies feel like. Because it was just like everything in my world just kind of like stopped. I was like, damn, why are they so huge? Yeah, dude. And it's like, okay, Jay just to transition, if we're done talking about Jay White and all them, I believe we are. Okay. And it's like whenever fucking, um, I don't know who it was, but they posted like the screenshots of like Mox's hand next to like fucking Yuta's face. Mm-hmm. John Moxley is huge. Dude, the dude is gigantic. He like, he is huge. Yes. Dude, he is fucking huge. Like, um, when I went to the AEW shows, I mean, I've seen him before. Um, Mm-hmm. when I went to like a Smackdown taping but I don't remember anything before like 2016 so I don't remember that yeah um, but and he was also like very scrawny not like scrawny but he was very trim back very during lean. his like Dean era yeah he was right yeah but when I went to go yeah he was very lean back then he's show, for sure here. put on like a lot of muscle yeah then. definitely he's mm-hmm. like lean but he has like so much muscle on him but anyway at the show i went to he was fucking huge like i don't know how to explain it but the dude looked like eight feet tall like he was crazy like the dude is yeah like, and i mean he, and he's like he's six four yeah like wrestlers are fucking huge like i don't think people like recognize mm. that enough like, you can talk shit all you want about, yeah. like, Brian Danielson, but if you bumped into him on the street, you would fucking cry. I know I would. <laughs> you would shut your mouth real quick. Because I guarantee you, that man has more muscle in, like, his left calf than you do in both of your arms. Literally. Like, wrestling like, is fucking crazy. gigantic. It's insane. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And here I am talking shit about Lance Archer. That man could literally <laughs> squash me like a bug. He won't, though. <laughs> you scared. <laughs> he's too scared yeah. of you. He would never go <laughs> Yeah. For real. He runs away <laughs> when he even hears my name. 
if you if you ever if, if you ever um, see Jay fighting in the forest with the grizzly bear, help the bear because the bitch don't need it. <laughs> For real. <laughs> but um, anyway, Mox versus you know Shutanahashi. For the AEW Interim World Championship. Um, there's just something right about Mox being a champion, I think. Dude, that belt was made for um, It was. I uh, think, yeah. like... Over the course of, like... Especially, like, the last year, I would say. Mox is, like... Mox and Eddie specifically have wiggled their way up in um my like rankings of wrestlers like I go back and forth but I for sure like Mox is definitely like my favorite wrestler of like all time and so like seeing him win a championship was like really good because he also looks incredibly good with a championship like I don't know just something about Mox is like born to be a champ I think Mm -hmm. And the man is so good in the ring. He is so good in the ring. He is. Um, I thought this match was pretty good. Uh, Tanahashi, uh, his old ass age with his fucking knees, uh, he should not be moving like that. Uh, but he was. Isn't he like in his like 50s? I think no, he's so, like 45. Like, he's like 45. I mean, still though, with his fucking knees. Is he knees? like 45? Yeah. With his knees? Yeah, he's 45. Yeah. But still, though, with his knees, he should not be moving like that. Nah, he really shouldn't. I don't know, like, him and fucking Suzuki, I, d- I don't know what the fuck they're feeding them. I don't know what magic trick they're doing. Um, For the real? fact that those two men are able to move the way that they do and do the shit that they do. Shout out to them. I'm scared of them. For real. <laughs> like they're gonna be 80 and still able to like whoop everyone's ass. So that's scary. Old people should not be old people should not be able to whoop asses. I that's not that's mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah. Like the way that like I don't know. But 45's not that old. I'm still yeah, it's not that old. I mean Suzuki is old. We, we know that. But yeah. no offense, no offense, because he could be my ass. Uh, but um, I, I love you, King. I respect you. Um, but yeah, anyways. Yeah, like, oh, it's fucking crazy. I heard that at the, uh, I don't know if it's like all Japanese wrestling or if it's New Japan. But if you train at their dojo, they make you do a lot of like neck, like exercises and shit. Because like mm-hmm. all the moves that they do, like you land on your neck so much. And like, um that's why like they do all the shit that they do and like they don't come out hurt because like their neck has been like so strengthened that like taking all those bumps mm-hmm. like it's like nothing to them which is fucking insane the <laughs> uh, new japan people are built different um i think that, yeah I don't know, nah, they're for real the built different that shit they're <clears throat> they're doing experiments on them yeah, like, that's like crazy. you know, I think not gonna lie, I think that like all of the promotions, especially like whenever they do like shit like the Young Lions and stuff, I think WWE is doing it too with the fucking like level, not level up, next next line. in line, whatever. What the fuck is it called? Yeah, no, nah, I think these companies are starting to like try and create super wrestlers. Like <laughs> they're like making these people in labs. 
I'm not just going to put that on New Japan. Like, I think all of these motherfuckers are doing it. I think Tony Khan is funding it. Probably, honestly. I'm very tired. <laughs> Me too. I'm exhausted. <laughs> but we will continue to grind for y'all. Um, yep. Yeah, man. Uh, this match was really good. Uh, Mox was bleeding the way he usually does. Yeah, it was crazy. I looked at my phone long enough to make, like, I sent you two tweets. I looked at my phone, I read the tweets, I sent them to you, I looked up, this man was bleeding. You know, classic, classic Mox. Um, I think John Mox straight up I just wants him. to fucking die in a dressing ring. Like, I think he straight up just wants to fucking die. Like, ain't no way in hell this man is just putting himself through this, you know? Like, John Moxley lives and breathes yeah. wrestling. I think that's why I love him so much. Like, the dude just loves mm-hmm. his shit. Like, I want to listen no to the audiobook just to, like, hear his... Yeah. Yeah. I Like, this guy has no obligation to do, like, all the indie shows that he does. Like, but he's just fucking doing mm-hmm. it because he just fucking loves it, man. Like, I, that's why I love John Moxley. Like, he's probably... he's probably He probably is my favorite. Uh, I've always loved him yeah. so much. Um... Mm-hmm. Will always have a he's always been in my heart. top five mm-hmm. yeah he'll always have a very special place in my heart I love him so much um, yeah me too and shout out to winning the title king we're very happy for you for real uh, Tana did look great as well I think I think this event mm-hmm. was like really like predictable but not in like in a bad way because it's like, you know, you can watch wrestling and you can know the endings, but that still doesn't make it, like, less of a better show. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, I mean, some of our predictions were wrong, uh, but for the we most We got, part, okay, our predictions, we were seven out of nine. We got seven right, two wrong. Yeah. Which and I mean, we still gave this show an A. Yeah. Even though uh, we picked out exactly who was going to win. For the most part. Yeah. Like, this show was just fucking great. Uh, if you have not had a chance, like, it, a lot of like, people were like, oh, you know, like, I don't even think this show's going to be that good. Nobody even knows these people from New Japan. And it's like, you don't have to. Like, just watch wrestling. Mm-hmm. You don't have to know these people. You don't yeah. have to know their stories. Just watch wrestling. Like, just watch the action and they'll like, speak for anything. They'll speak mm-hmm. for everything. I think, like, the biggest issue that, like, a lot of wrestling fans have, and it's definitely one that, like, sometimes, you know, I I struggle with as well, is, like, wrestling is still kind of seen as, like, you know, not that serious, you know? So I think a lot of wrestling fans, like, overcompensate for the seriousness of wrestling. And it's, like, not everything has to have, like, 50,000 deep meanings like the fucking paint can be blue just because it's fucking blue like sometimes the (laughs) best wrestling is when you can just sit there not try to like think about oh the fucking angles brother long-term storytelling you can just sit there and you can watch these people do the art form that they have practiced for years yeah sometimes that is when wrestling that is when wrestling is at its best when you can just sit there and enjoy it for the action 
Like sometimes wrestling's not that deep. Okay, just sit there and vibe. Not Literally. everything has to be so serious. Literally. Um. Yeah, man, wrestling is fucking great. Uh, this show is great. Mm-hmm. If you have not gotten a chance to check it out, go watch it. Um. Uh, if you know where if you know where to look. Um. Also, you have to buy this shit on New Japan World, which like. Hmm. Kinda, kinda, hmm. kinda shit, kinda shit. Um, I don't know. I think I'm it's probably just because it's so new. Give it like a couple times, maybe. Yeah, but I mean, I think that if you have any kind of pay per view special, I think this should be like the network, where it's like, like you know, you know, I shit on WWE a lot, but one of the good, one of the things that they definitely did mm-hmm. right was the WWE network. Like that shit, the interface was great. Mm-hmm. I love the network so much. I miss it every day. Um, me too. But yeah, that's one of the things that they did right. Like, if I pay for your streaming service, I should be able to watch every event that you take that you have, every single one. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to pay sixty dollars. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Um, like that's yeah. why I'm such like an advocate for <laughs> pirating and like streaming shit because like this shit's not accessible. It's not accessible, and I think that's bullshit. Like, AEW doesn't even have, like, a place where you can go and watch their weekly shit. Unless you're yeah. in, like, fucking Europe. Yeah. I mean, I guess And then guess you just, you like, could. fight. I think. I guess and you could It's, like, go... it's not accessible. That's why, that's like, yeah. I guess you could go to, like, the TNT app. Because that's why I watch Rampage sometimes. But even then, it's, like, it's only for, like, a few Yeah. Back. Um... Anyway, even Tony Khan needs to work like, out a fucking deal, bro. I'm so tired of this shit. Um, he does. Yeah. Make wrestling accessible, though. For real. Make wrestling accessible. Um, but yeah, I think that's all that we have on Forbidden Door. Um, like we said, we gave yeah. it for you an A. It was fantastic. It had no reason to be that good. Um, so many people were like taken out due to injuries. Or just like um, mm-hmm. inability to come to the U.S. Um, and it still worked out amazing. Um, so you know, shout out to everybody that made it work during these times. Uh, mm-hmm. But shout yeah. out to the crew. Shout out to fucking production. To the ringside medics. To the referees. The to the commentary it. team. Shout out the ring announcers except for Justin um Roberts. they also brought in like yeah fuck justin roberts but the guy that they brought from japan shout out to you king you were putting some fucking sauce on the introductions for real uh like yeah. re- like replace justin roberts with him but yeah thank you to everyone who like put forbidden door together because that like i kind of want to say it kind of like reinvigorated my love for wrestling a little bit yeah, you know, I thought I was like, you know, I, I still love this shit through and through, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't think there'll ever be a point where I'm just completely done with it. But, you know, this kind of like, it was like, oh, you know, this is why I like watching this. Like, this is so fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a good little reminder. Yeah. Uh, it was really great, honestly. Um, yeah, it was just great. Shout out to the New Japan crew. Uh, everybody that made it possible. Um, it, it was great. It was great. Um, 
they're trying to make it a week uh, a yearly thing uh they've already started making plans for forbidden door two so we'll see how that goes um uh, I thought the first one was definitely a success given the lack of like people that weren't there, especially like bigger talents mm-hmm. like uh punk. A lot of people are saying MJF should have been in it, but yeah, uh, like I told you, uh, MJF makes yeah. no sense on this card at all. Um none. Whatsoever. Like even if he w- if, even if he could, like um it makes no fucking sense. So um yeah, but I thought this the show is really good. I thought it was great. Um, yeah. It's definitely one that you can look back on and be like, yeah, that was some good wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I for sure, I think it was for something that was history making, because that is like something that it like, I don't think we've really like focused on, but like this, this made history. And I yeah. think that it was a solid enough card that it can be proud of the history that it made. Like, shout out to Tony Khan. I don't like you, but you really put your entire left foot in this paper. Yeah. You know, and shout out to the wrestlers who wrestled. Not Darby Allen or Chris Jericho or Sammy Guevara. Fuck Sammy Guevara. Um, Or Will Ospreay. Fuck Will Ospreay, too. Um, Yeah. But yeah, I mean, this show is fucking great. Uh, Check it out. It, it's it's even if you don't know who any of these people are, uh, fucking watch it. You will know who they mm-hmm. are by the end of the match. Learn who they um, are. Watch this yeah. and learn who, who they are. Um, yeah, go back and watch some old New Japan before COVID, when fans were still allowed to cheer because it's kind of boring now, to be honest. Uh, mm-hmm. Even though the matches are good, but it's just crowd makes or breaks the match sometimes, uh, and it definitely breaks on the New mm-hmm. Japan side. Um. Oh yeah, and to the fan that decided to act up, dur- I oh, forgot yeah. which match it was during. It was during the main event. I remember because um, like Fox hit Tana yeah. with like a slam or something, and they kept chanting "You fucked up," and I was so confused because he literally did nothing. Me too. <laughs> yeah, but they apparently like this guy started like getting like violent or something to the point that like security had to escort him out. I don't really know all the details about it. All I know is. Like, act like y'all got some damn sense in public. <laughs> For real. Like, like come on. Don't be a distraction. Like, imagine paying all that money to see a show and you just start shit and get kicked out. Like, think of your fucking mm-hmm. wallet, dog. Like, it's insane. To me. Yeah. For WWE, all you need to know is I think Money in the Bank is this week. Um, SummerSlam was originally supposed to be Roman versus Randy, but Randy is injured, so now we got Brock. Um, Still really no news on Sasha Banks. Um, Stephanie is still the fucking interim CEO. Um, Bruce Pritchard is elevated to interim head of talent relations to make sure stints, uh, not stints, Vince is still making all of the decisions. Um, Ray is injured and nobody seems to know what the exact thing is. It's some sort of brain injury. Um, Triple H is back in Orlando. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Triple H. Triple H is back with more power in WWE. That's like really all you need to know. Oh, and the WWE's roster 
reaction of Bruce Pritchard taking over talent re- relations is like kind of negative. Um, the reason that the roster's reaction to Bruce taking over is because John Laurinaitis was seen as approachable and Bruce Pritchard really isn't. Someone called the move scary. Um, Stephanie's been actively involved in meetings that Vince normally would have been a part of. Now for what you all really care for. The Jim Ross weed farm update. This was oh, in like yeah. November. Um, not gonna lie, I might start tweeting this motherfucker trying to figure out more shit because I really want to... Okay, I, I want to smoke some of this weed. I want to smoke <laughs> weed with JR. I think that would be funny. Because that man don't make no sense sober. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he make, he uses southern he uses fucking Oklahoma expressions, not even Oklahoma expressions. It's just like shit. But like, I'm from Oklahoma, and we got that like fucking telecommunication. It's so, like I understand what he's saying sometimes. Um, I think it would be fun. I want to smoke. I want to smoke weed with Jr. and Taz and Excalibur and Tony oh, Schiavone. Yeah. The entire AEW commentary. We're just gonna <laughs> dream blunt rotation. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> For real. Um, okay, so this is in, like, November of 2021. Um, okay, so, like, he doesn't really, like, he doesn't really own the farm. Like, he bought the land for the cannabis farm for, like, with his daughter and her husband. And that's, like, the most he's going to be involved with the project. Um, it's called Black Cat Farms Cannabis Venture. Um, they bought some land to build some grow houses, and he funded the seed money. Um, it's up in Tulsa. <laughs> well, it's near Tulsa. So, I think whenever I go up to college, I'm definitely going to, like, keep an eye out for, like, the dispensaries around there. Um... um. But he's not going to be, like, actually, like, going in there and, like, fucking watering the plants and shit. Um, but still, it's, like, JR's weed farm. It's funny. <laughs> shout out to JR's weed farm. Uh- <laughs> yeah, shout out to JR's weed farm. The, the thrilling conclusion uh, to this long series. Mm-hmm. Uh, two seasons. And I promise you guys. For real. I promise you guys. The minute I get weed from this fucking deal, I will smoke an entire joint by myself, which is something that I don't really do. I don't like smoking by myself. I prefer like smoking with my dad. If I'm smoking by myself, I'm using my little chillum. Um, but I will literally smoke an entire fucking joint of this shit by myself and do a podcast. I will give you guys a weed review because it is legal in my state. Can't really. <laughs> and we don't break the law. <laughs> Is that shade towards me? Because I broke the law? Okay. <laughs> nah, that's shade towards Texas. Okay, Texas fucking sucks. <laughs> Texas fucking sucks. I hate living here. I love being from Houston, but I hate being from Texas. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but shout out Megan the Stallion. Shout out Megan the Stallion. Uh, shout out Megan the Stallion. God damn, that is a woman. That is a woman and a half. <laughs> Lord. Uh... But um, yeah, a lot, a lot of things going on in wrestling. Uh, Blood and Guts is actually, mm-hmm. well, it's today since it's already 12. We're recording this on Tuesday. Yeah. This is going to be a Wordlow Wednesday episode for y'all. Um, but yeah, Blood yes, and Guts sir. is technically today. Um, 
So isn't that crazy? We'll hit you guys up with the review uh, next week. Mm-hmm. Um, along with, I guess, Money in the Bank. Because I think it's this week. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. If I it's don't know good. The if, it kinda, if it sucks ass, then we're like just going to straight up be like, this shit sucked ass. Um, There you go. I mean, I think I, at least the, the latter matches will be good. Uh, the mm-hmm. winners, maybe not. But the matches, probably good. I um, want, is it Seth and him? I don't even know. I don't even watch Raw anymore. I, I barely watch Raw. NXT. I haven't watched I don't Raw even watch SmackDown. <laughs> I've never turned on an episode of Raw. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've been watching NXT, though. Shout out to the boy, Fabian. Uh, aka Giovanni. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I'm yeah. pretty sure I... the canonical explanation for two dimes, like leaving the Tony D'Angelo family, is that Tony killed him and threw him into the fucking river. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> um, so I love that. You love to see <laughs> Man, it. Tony, uh, like that's that's his character, all right. Um, but yeah, do you have anything else to add? Uh, not really. Okay, so with that, um, be kind to yourself, be kind to others, wash your face, brush your teeth, wash your ass. Pet dogs, but make sure that they're friendly. Don't Don't pet random strangers' dogs. Don't pet random dogs, okay? They will bite you, maybe. Okay, make sure they are friends first. I guess that's it, honestly. Um. Mm-hmm. We love you. Yourself. We're proud of you. Happy Pride Month! Because the next time we record, it will no longer be Pride Month. <laughs> it, it, it'll I no think. longer be John Cena month. Who cares about the gays? Yeah, it'll no longer be. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, congratulations for wrestling as long as I've been alive, oh, John Cena. Yeah. Also. Also, Cena's 20th anniversary is also Seth Rollins' 10-year anniversary of being Seth Rollins. He debuted in NXT 10 years ago as Seth Rollins. Oh, shit. Cool. Yeah. Uh, so, congratulations. Shout out to John Cena. We love Here's you. Here's to 20 more. For real. We love you, John. John Cena's just 65 fucking shuffling <laughs> down the... <laughs> Oh yeah, sixty-five <laughs> hitted AAs. <laughs> Fuck yeah! <laughs> Just fucking five doubles oh, up to an oxygen tank. You can't see me. <laughs> and whenever he oh, fun the fact rock, about the little knuckle shuffle, he has to take the oxygen tank with him. <laughs> um, a little. A little Cena fun fact for those of you who don't know it. Um, The fucking you can't see me thing. um, That's a tribute to his brother, actually. Um, He, he, like, played his theme song for his brother. And his brother is, like, doing this dance to it. And um, his brother was like, dude, I bet you won't do this dance on live TV. And John Cena was like, dude, bet. And he was like, I was going to do, like, the actual dance, but I was worried that he wouldn't be able to see it. So, like, he moved his hand instead so it would be, like, more visible. And that's why he does the fucking hand thing. And the you can't see me is just, like, a hip-hop thing, you know? Like, you're not on my level. You can't see me. Yeah. Also... We'll see a fun fact for you. 
also his theme song i never realized how fucking hard the beat for his theme song is though like not that song goes so hard it goes so fucking hard like oh my god that is a fucking fucking hype song if i've ever heard one hell yeah whoever came up with the idea for fucking trumpets (laughs) hell yeah for real i guarantee you you play john cena's theme at a party you're getting bitches fuck yeah everyone's gonna be everyone's gonna be dancing they're gonna be shaking their ass all right you might start a couple fights just if you start hearing a bunch of men shouting at each other leave one of them's probably got a gun for real (laughs) um but but yeah yeah. shout out john cena (laughs) we'd love you king yeah shout Uh, out john cena yeah shout out to the peacemaker um i need to finish the show i need to watch that (laughs) i need to finish i need to start it uh it's really good uh but yeah, it, 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 it's amazing. Tony Khan, give me Hook versus Sunny Kiss. Give it to me. It makes sense, okay? He literally had her in a fucking hold, okay? After like a Brian Cage match, and I just found out about it. But there's fucking history there. There's history there. There's your long term storytelling. Find the goat right now. <laughs> um,. You could give us Hook versus Sunny Kiss. Like, literally, you'll use her to fucking promote your shitty-ass company, but you won't even fucking give her a match. How have we seen Gallows and fucking Anderson more than we've seen Sunny Kiss? For real? Like, why the hell I gotta witness Carl Anderson on my television? Like, that shit kind of homophobic, to be honest. Why have I seen Lance Archer more than I've seen Sunny Kiss? For real? Why have I seen Brian Cage? For real. Like, come on, hun. At some point, you've got to stop with the performative activism. You ain't doing shit. Okay? You're just making it look like you are. But, yeah, we got to go because I really, I got I got shit to do. <laughs> Tony Khan, fuck you. Uh, <laughs> give me- yeah, fuck <laughs> you, Tony Khan. <laughs> that's, <how we're> <laughs> that's how we're ending it. Nah, that's it. <laughs>